Welcome to the Good is Cool podcast. My name is Macy McNeely. And I am Lloyd Day. Life is a series of sales. Many people try to take on the game of life without refining their communication and sales skills. These skills are vital in order to be a leader in the marketplace and in your home. The Good is Cold podcast will help you build your confidence, communication, and culture through effective techniques. Let's get started. Sarcasm. Wow, this is another question that you had sent to you, right? Well, I've mentioned before on my Instagram stories at one point, like, zero sarcasm. Zero sarcasm in my home, period. I No, none. I've mentioned that before. And that's when my messages started to flood. Because guide culture, clearly confident, does not support sarcasm period. And we're going to talk about why. Yes. And, and to kind of break this apart, the first thing we did was just pull some definitions, some the definition, actually two definitions, some synonyms and some antonyms of sarcasm. So the definition is the use of irony to mock or convey, convey content. Another definition is a sharp and often satirical or ironic utterance designed to cut or give pain and you know i've heard andy stanley say it is say it as tearing of the flesh yes and some some synonyms of that are are cut dark dig indignity insult offense outrage put down and some antonyms of sarcasm are compliment that's an antonym that's the opposite of sarcasm it's a compliment applause, praise someone, or to flatter someone. That's the opposite of sarcasm. Now that we have it defined, let's talk about what, why, where, and when. What is sarcasm? Especially negative comments, or pseudo kind of funny comments, or maybe degrading comments that people give each other. And uh, it's usually friends. Uh, Well, let's say where. That's like many times in the home. It could be at work. It could be around friends. Mm-hmm. So people sit around and say mean things to each other. And But why do they do that? Why do you think they do that? I think it's to to break the silence in a way that's, what to them, lighthearted. Uh, but to that one person, man, it cuts deep. I remember one time I was standing. I had a hat on. It's a cute hat. I really like that hat. And one of my friends came in and he said, oh, uh, you uh, got your broom outside. Like a witch broom? Like a witch, yeah. And everybody laughed. It was funny. But guys, I cannot wear that hat anymore. Like, I just can't. It really hurt my feelings. And while I guess it was funny to everyone, like, it was not funny to me. It was hurtful to me. And now you you have a self-consciousness about wearing that hat. And I feel like some people use sarcasm because they struggle to say the real thing. Like, so the opposite, the opposite of sarcasm is flattery, right? So maybe what he wanted to say deep down was, hey, that hat really completes your outfit. 
that's probably what he wanted to say in his heart. Yes, and and he was uncomfortable saying it that way, so he wanted to say it the way of trying to make a joke of it. Yeah, do you find that most people struggle to say what they really want to say? I think that people struggle with that sometimes. Saying something really genuine, sincere, kind, they almost maybe make think it makes them look uh, kind of square or not cool or or something. I'm not sure, but I've got some notes here of why I think people use sarcasm versus the genuine way of saying things. All right, let's hear them. One is maybe to cover for lack of confidence. Mm. Uh, so if you're wanting to say something, you want to you want to you know break the silence. You need to like talk, and if you try to say something funny at someone else's expense, then that kind of covers your lack of self confidence. Absolutely. Another way, another time that you may want to do that is because maybe it's someone you really do want to chip away at their self-confidence. Maybe it's someone that you want to, you know, be friends with or be acquaintances with. You have to be with them all the time. But if you keep making these little comments, you can chip away at them just a little bit. So that you can be above them. Yeah. So maybe you are you are trying to do it for the wrong reason, for the reason that you are trying to, but that's sort of a bad thing to be doing. And another thing, I think some people are just unaware. It's almost like a subconscious habit, and they they do it without thinking, not realizing that someone is at the butt end of that joke, mm-hmm. and the person that's there, they're either getting chipped away at, they feel bad, or you know they start losing some self confidence. Mm-hmm. And so many times it's just being unaware of it. That's why we try to make it so, we try to really talk about it and make it a thing in our office and in our home. Oh, yeah. You have a zero sarcasm rule in your office. It's a zero rule. And I will call people out because I feel that strong about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And not at, I'm not calling people out out of meanness. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, hey, that's not the way we talk to each other around here. It's just try to create the right environment. Right. And, you know, I think a lot of people that use sarcasm might be listening to this and thinking, man, Macy and Loy are sensitive. They're sensitive for, for thinking that sarcasm is, is a bad thing. And I get it. I actually have come from lots of different cultures where sarcasm is actually encouraged. And if someone were to tell me that, in that moment, I would say, yes, you're sensitive as well. Uh, but when you when you are in a culture and in an environment that doesn't allow it anymore, you experience a glimpse of heaven. You do. You experience it. And, and, it's, and when you see both sides, the sarcastic environment versus the really genuine environment, the genuine just feels so good. So it's just the difference. I mean, maybe I am sensitive, but I've seen mm-hmm. both sides. As no, a matter of fact. I, I don't know if you guys read um, uh, read read the Bible much, the New Testament. I'm not trying to say you should be a believer, but but either way, the content is really solid in there. And there's something that Jesus keeps saying in there so many times. He says, the kingdom of God is here and now. He says that several times. And I think when you get into the environment where everyone is really being genuine and nice and not sarcastic, but being you know, uplifting and encouraging to each other. I think that's closer to being in the kingdom of God. I agree completely. So that's one reason we just like to keep that environment that way. Mm -hmm. And then everybody's happy. Nobody's pouting. Nobody's feeling bad. Nobody's got something in their head. We need everybody on board, moving in the right direction in our environments. And we don't need someone feeling a little depressed because they just got made fun of. Mm -hmm. 
we need them on board, fired up about what we are doing, what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, a time that they might use sarcasm is they want some attention, right? That would be, well, yeah, at times maybe they someone's trying to get some attention, mm-hmm. trying to be a comedian. And I think it's okay to be a comedian if you can not have other people the butt at the, the butt of the joke. Yeah. You figure out a way to do it where it's kind of, it's, it's clean and it's funny and nobody's the butt of the joke. I love a good laugh too, but you don't want to do it at someone else's expense. Mm-hmm. And uh, another reason sometimes people might do it because they're trying to build themselves up. Or maybe they're trying to state a true feeling that they have. They're just trying to disguise, disguise it in a joke. Mm. So you don't know. But at the end of the day, we've decided that the sarcasm thing is a is a big thing for us to make sure we keep it out of our environment. And if you're in, in an environment with lots of sarcasm, it's amazing what just the action of somebody who chooses not to partake in sarcasm, how that just is becomes contagious. It becomes a, a culture that does start to spread. I really think you just have to make that decision of like, okay, I am not going to partake in sarcasm, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my true feelings, and I'm gonna encourage people instead of, you know, say something that might make them think twice about something. I'm gonna make sure that they believe in themselves and that they love themselves and that they are confident in themselves. Yeah, because because sarcasm is a negative thing in itself, and we talk about positivity being so important in our environments, in our cultures, in our mindset. And, and the fact that that is just a, a negative type of a statement. And we talk about uh, don't curse a deaf man or don't, you know, because even when you say it, it does something to you because you're saying those things. Yeah. And so so we encourage you strongly to work on a 100% positive and encouraging environment. That's one of the best things I feel like you can do in your environment. Amen. Hey, a couple of things coming up. We have Clearly Confident in person coming up, and we have a Good is Cool event. Our Good is Cool event is going to be August the 10th of 2019. It's going to be in Roswell, Georgia, at the Roswell Historic Cottage at 7 p.m. It's going to be a night of inspiration. We're going to talk about discovering your impact. Shannon Monson is speaking, Andy Thompson, as well as myself. And Roy is going to wrap us up with a Q&A. Another thing coming up is our Clearly Confident in-person session. It's August 23rd through the 25th. It's going to be in Georgia, flying to Atlanta, and we'll give you some location details a little bit closer to date once you sign up. And you have a three-day in-person training followed by the training repeated online for four weeks. Boy, I read something today that said that you need to repeat material six to ten times to have a full understanding. Well, I have told you that. I know. I posted that in the Facebook group. Did you see? I haven't seen it yet. Someone actually sent that to me on Instagram. They're like, this is why you say you need to repeat it. Yes, to get a full understanding. Six to ten times that blew my mind. So we go ahead and give it to you twice at the in-person. We give it to you once in person, and then we follow it up online over four weeks to make sure that it's starting to get ingrained into your subconscious. You can head to clearlyconfident.co. For those tickets and for the good is cool tickets, you just head to macymcneely.com.
Yes, and that's what we call internalization, internalize it. And we also think that people should be coming back annually to retake the Pluto Alpha material. Oh, yeah. We had someone take it in June, and they already want to come back in August and take it. They should. We already, they should. Have, we already have sign-ups for uh, the, the June repeaters. I think that's so awesome. They should. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Have an awesome day. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening. I hope to connect with you on Instagram at Macy McNeely. We do personal growth Instagram lives every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern time. Hope to see you there.